I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. morning happy saturday i'm um, just trying to adjust my chair i am in a hotel room and there we go <laughs> i'm in a hotel room i got a really fun event tonight i'm going to the canadian fashion awards um so i am downtown toronto uh tony and i had a really super romantic night last night we were in bed at nine <laughs> One of our favorite things to do when we were away is stay at a hotel and be in bed and uh, just watch movies and do nothing. Because, I mean, we have kids who are coming in and out. We have dogs. We have cats. There's always something. And you know how you walk around your house. You're like, oh, I should do this. I should do that. One of my favorite things is just kind of lying in a hotel room. And uh, there's lots of action out, out last night. People were out and about, but not us. <laughs> not us. Uh, anyway, how are you doing? Okay, so another, I'm just trying to find you guys uh, here on um, on Facebook so I can answer some questions. Um, how are you guys making out this week? So it was our first week of downsizing. Um, it can be an unnerving week uh, if it's your first time downsizing. Messing with poor chance, it, it kind of feels most like a diet, um, and that can really mess with mess with you um it's it's our weakest tweak that's what i want to talk about it's our it's our weakest tweak the downsizing tweak it's kind of meant to bring up the feels more so than anything we are we have other tweaks coming down the pipeline um you're just going to get even more in tune to your portions if you just kept following the routine of the food plan itself eventually your portions would continue to downsize on their own. We're just kind of trying to fast track it because I know you want to lose weight like yesterday. You want to lose your weight like right now. Um, so downsizing is more about bringing up the feels, but it is a way to kind of fast track getting into. Keep asking those four questions. Uh, you would have another day today and then tomorrow downsizing. Then we're going to bring it back to satisfaction on Sunday. And that's what I want to talk about. Sorry, on Monday. So the tweak next week is bringing it back to satisfaction and focusing on maximizing. Now, it's not back to satisfaction where, you know, we just tried like in the first few weeks where I'd rather you eat, you know, more than not enough. It's really about asking those four questions and eating 
enough in the moment that when you walk away 10, 15 minutes later, you're feeling satisfied. So different from downsizing, obviously, um, but still a massive major focus on those portions. Now, the big question that I get from people is like, well, what are we doing to lose weight then? And again, it's not the downsizing and eating less portions. It's all the other things you're doing, the consistency day in, day out, following the food plan. That's really getting the scale to move. Because if you remember, before downsizing, lots of people were losing weight. Maybe you were losing weight and downsizing, and all you were doing was following that basic food plan. So if you just followed the basic food plan, eventually you would lose your weight. But the tweaks that we implement each week are designed to bring up the feels, to approach weight loss from a variety of different angles, to help you get more in tune to your body and to your body's individual needs. The reality is that your body's needs change day to day, You know, especially when it comes to when to eat and what to eat. And yes, we're following a food plan right now, but eventually it's going to help us get in tune so that once you've lost the weight, you can trust when your body tells you when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat. Um, so downsizing um, another couple of days, then back to satisfaction, focus on maximizing, doing all the things. That's the thing at this point too. You are doing so many things at this point. Um, it's like everything that you're doing is all helping your body focus on fat loss. So you're doing a lot more than what you think that you're doing. And then the following week, we're going to bring back downsizing. Now, another thing that surprises people is when they lose weight next week because people are like, I downsized last week. I did. I ate less. I didn't lose anything. And now all of a sudden I'm losing this week and I'm eating the satisfaction again. It's all because of the structure of the program where one week leads into the next, leads into the next, leads into the next. And weight loss is based on momentum. So what you did last week is probably responsible for the scale moving this week. So don't be surprised if the scale moves for you next week. We, every single day we are expecting the scale to move. Doesn't mean it's going to, but I want you to show up like you're expecting this scale to move. Again, it's not going to move every single day, but every day is meant to help the body focus on fat loss. Anyway, read over those guidelines tomorrow. Pop into the group at any time and let us know if you have any questions. Um, I do want to address um, someone. I saw someone's comment yesterday and they're like, I'm just frustrated. I want to lose this weight. I don't care about non-scale victories. I just want my old body back. So I want to talk about that. So first of all, you know, this person, it was a great comment. Thank you, whoever it was who made it. This is not a quick fix program. I want to be very, very, very honest about that. I think I'm always honest about that. I think that I'm, I think I'm always been honest about the fact it's not a quick fix program. It's not what I'm trying to sell. I'm not trying to dupe anybody into doing, it's not worth it to work with someone who's not ready to, to do the, to, to really do the work because I've done that before. People have paid me money and think just because they paid me money, they're going to lose weight. You cannot pay me enough money to work with someone who's not really ready to do the work to lose their weight in a healthy, sustainable way. I'm quick fix is not my jam. I'm not into it. Um, I'm, it's just not my jam. Um, so this is not a quick fix program. And chances are, you know, if you want a quick fix, you're probably really, if you want a fix, quick fix, I'm surprised you're still hanging around, but put it that way. Um, you know, so I hear someone who's frustrated. They want, they just want their old body back. So I'm assuming they've been trying to lose weight for a really long time. And I'm assuming they've been trying to do that by all the crappy, shitty diets that are out there. And mine is different. I have a hundred, hundred percent confident in my program. I've never, ever, ever met anyone I couldn't help as long as they were willing to do the work and put in the time. And some people it took longer than others and it sucks for them, but there was reasons why it took longer than others. We're going to talk to Dr. Paul on Tuesday. We're going to talk about four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. And that is just the reality for some people. It really sucks, but we, I've, I've, we've had so many, I mean, way too many people on and spoken to them on our spill the tea conversations who struggled 
who didn't lose weight until halfway through the program, who some who didn't lose weight in their first program, and they've gone on to reach their goals. So it's just a matter of your body doesn't want this fat any more than you do. One thing I know about science is that there is zero science out there that's that says you can't lose weight. There is zero science out there that says it's impossible for you to lose weight. Zero science. There is absolutely no proof out there that says you won't be able to lose your weight. So it's just a matter of figuring out what you need to do and which I have done a lot of that work for you. Where you need to make it individual is like, okay, do I have any health issues that are factoring? And this person talked about medications that they're taking. And sure, medications do have a side effect of weight gain, but that that's usually when they're generalizing that it's because people don't do anything about it. And generally when, when medications cause uh, weight gain, it's because they cause dehydration, which causes you to crave carbs and sugar. So if you bump up your water intake, you meet your body's needs, it decreases your cravings, you know, it puts you more in tune. Also, medications can mess with your hormones. And so, yes, you can have that initial reaction and response, but it's just a matter of your body factoring those in and then you giving your body what it needs to address why it's feeling this need to store fat. And so your body doesn't want to store extra fat, even if taking medications and whatnot. So it's just a matter of figuring out what you need to do and help your body focus on fat loss. So when people take those medications, guess what they also do? They do those shitty, crappy diets where you're starving, you're taking medication, probably for an illness or, you know, some sort of health issue, right? And then you starve and deprive yourself on top of that. So we're going to really get into this. Here's my here's my thing that I suggest to you is ask all the questions that you need. Um, recognize that on the most basic level for your health and wellness, what you're doing here is what you need to do to even address what issues you have going on. But we're going to help you figure it out. We're going to help you figure it out. Uh, the food plan nourishes your body, but the real uh, magic pill is in the mind work. Yeah, I love this. Listen and re-listen to the expert guest. Gina is a master interviewer when it comes to teasing out information that truly resonates. Thank you. Um, as a 64-year-old career dieter, I can tell you that I have experienced a tangible shift in my attitudes and associations. This, the last two groups, I've lost 16 pounds and gained so much insight. I've leaned in and immersed myself in the group and it, and the feels and the information. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you said this, Meredith, because that just aligns with exactly what I was just talking about. Like, I get that some of you are really frustrated and rightfully so. I get that you want this weight gone like yesterday. I get that. I get, I get it. You guys forget. I, I lost over a hundred pounds. I, I spent my entire career helping people who want to lose weight, you know? But this is what it's about. That's what you, it's, it's not just the non-scale victories, but the non-scale victories are going to keep you motivated because it's not motivation isn't going to keep you around. You're not always going to love showing up, love what you have to do, love the tweaks that we're making. You know what I mean? You're going to deal with a lot of feels. So you want to look for that, that light, that glimmer of hope, whatever that is. And non-scale victories are there to show you that your hard work is paying off. So that, that post that James Clear excerpt, um, on the ice cube, right? You, if you haven't read it, definitely read it. Get the whole book, actually. Read his whole book, Atomic Habits. So it's about you have an ice cube in a room and you're turning up the temperature by one degree, by one degree, by one degree, and it's just not melting. And it seems like you're, you're, you're doing the work. You're turning up the temperature. You're doing the work. You're doing the work. And it, you're perceiving that nothing happens. And then all of a sudden you reach a temperature and the ice starts to melt. It's like that threshold where everything that you're doing starts to come together. And your non-scale victories are like the things that are showing you or proving to you that your hard work is paying off. Like at, at the end of the day, the, the tangibles, 
it's not even the non-scale victories to me. It's not even the weight. It's those of you who get off your, get off your, your, your blood pressure medication and your cholesterol medication and you go from pre-diabetic range into normal range and you decrease your, your, your medications, whether it's you have, you know, you have diabetes or thyroid issues or whatever, or that you're able to leave your house because your digestive issues have improved so well. Do you know what I mean? Like to me, that's, that's, I mean, that essentially is what I hear for. I originally sold this program as a lifestyle program. I have told my story out there. I should probably redo the story. Um, but you know, when I, I was helping people lose weight, it was sort of my job. And then I started to have an issue myself. And then I went on to figure out whatever. When I figured it out, I lost my weight and I started to help people lose their weight. What I realized is that everything that I was taught wasn't working for people. And what I realized um, after doing a lot of research is that if you just give the body what it needs, uh, a normal lack of, I mean, I'm generalizing normal. What is normal? A normal, healthy functioning body has no desire to store extra fat. It doesn't want to, doesn't need to. So therefore, and then if you help the body release that fat, give it the time and the resources it needs to make change and release the fat, it will. And so I originally sold the program as a lifestyle program. I kept saying to people, you know, you can get healthy and, and, and lose weight. They're like, but I just want to lose weight. And I'm like, yeah, I know you will. Weight loss is a side effect of making all these changes in their life. And they're like, I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. And so the program really was designed as a get healthy 101. And so really, that really needs to be the focus. It really needs to be focused. If you make that the focus, it's like the weight will come. Don't get me wrong, though. Massive, massive, like the, the goal is weight loss. My goal for you is to help you lose as much weight as possible, as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Uh, oh, my God, what a week. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, holy crap on a cracker. I hear you. It's It's been a crazy week. It's been a downsizing is hard. Plus, you know, it's been a really heavy week with everything that's going on in the world. Like it's, there's a lot of emotions. Oh man, people are super high emotions. High emotions means high stress. If you notice that you're craving a lot of salty things, bump up your good fats, bump up your omega threes. If you can feel the stress on you, it's because your body is like really stressed. You can feel it. You feel edgy. You feel stressed. So, so this is again, maximizing is, and is meeting yourself where you're at and recognizing what you can do. So deep breaths. Have any of you taken deep breaths this week? You know, just like deep breath in, deep breath out. Like that really calms your vagus nerve and calms your body down. You know, taking a nice warm Epsom salt bath this week. You know, like the things not to mention your sleep. Like, you know, um, there's a, there's a lot going on and, and a lot of feels. And if it's not you, it's people around you. And because we're all part of oneness and you are starting to get in tune with yourself, it puts you in tune with everybody else. That's the thing about being in tune with yourself is it puts you in tune with everything around you, you know, so, so you're picking up on things and you're receiving a lot of messages. And so what do you do about that? When you feel like you're having a heavy week where there's a lot going on, you're really emotional, you're dealing with a lot of things. That's where you really need to like step up and, you know, make sure you're managing your stress and your sleep and your mental health and all of those things. It was interesting. I've been obviously with what's going on uh, with Israel and Gaza and the whole thing. It's so distressing on both sides. Really, it's awful. And it's I read this thing on Instagram and um, where it talks about back in the day before social media, we'd we would talk to people. We would call if you'd call a friend, you would like meet people face to face and you would hug it out and you would cry and you express love. And, you know, we're all just kind of 
by ourselves in our rooms or, you know, in our beds at night on our phones and whatever. And, you know, we're kind of really losing that communication and that outlet with people. And, you know, it's a lot, especially with social media. Like it's, if you're, if you spend any time on social, well, we're, we're on Facebook right now, right? So even to get to the group, if you want to be in a bubble, it's hard because you're being bombarded with stuff on Facebook, you know? So, so it's, it's really, it's really a lot. It's really a lot. Sometimes the best thing you could do is call a friend, you know, even if you can't get together, pour a glass of wine, call a friend, have some laughs, really make an effort to connect with people. That's, that's one of the things I'm, I'm sort of realizing more and more how important community is. Um, and if you are listening to this podcast right now, because you are just using our app, um, there is such a huge value into actually being in the group and connecting with people. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a share from you. It could be you supporting someone else. Like, so everything that you're doing that's focused on this process and connecting with people who are focused on the same thing, it's like, it's keeping you, it's keeping you focused on this thing that you're doing. So it just kind of, it becomes your every day. You know, like setting your intentions each day, end of day reflections. You want to get get out a pen and paper. You want to use the app. You want to use the check-in video and end of day reflection video in the group. You can do that. If you're not into intentions and end of day reflections, popping in every day, whether it's in the group or in the app, watch that check-in video. Maybe just say, hi, hello, happy, happy Saturday. I'm here, you know, because you're reinforcing that to yourself. You know, there's so much you can do. And then what happens is that all the things that you are doing factor in and then you're really getting that momentum are coming together. You're really starting to feel the change. Like you're really in it. You've, you've carved out this time to do it. This is the time to do it, you know? And also one thing I want you to remember is that everything is for a rhyme and a reason and nothing is forever. Our whole goal here is to help you lose weight in a way that you can move on and enjoy your life and all the yummy bites and bits. Um, I've been MIA. was not going to show up because of it, but decided that silly, um, Tara, Tara, um, you know, so we talk a lot behind the scenes about where people are at. And the conversation yesterday was about we need to really normalize. We need to really normalize being behind, but also recognizing you're not behind. You're exactly where you need to be. And that's why I love that this this program is designed by days. And so the days that you are showing up, you can count them. And the days that you are MIA, you don't have to, but all of the work that you put into it makes a difference. And that's why the app is really great because you can pick up on whatever day you left off. And then also, or you can track the days that you're not showing up. And do you know what I mean? Like it all counts. And so diet, the diet industry has made you believe like, especially the way it's done, like keto, for example, you work so hard to put yourself in keto. You have a banana and you fucked it all up. You got to start again. Do you know what I mean? You, you starve and deprive yourself. You lose the weight. You eat a banana. You gain all that weight back. It feels like it anyway, because that's because that's, you're starving and depriving. And so that's the body's natural, natural reaction to that. And that's why this being so much more than that and all the things that you're doing are actually adding up. So you can take a week off, two weeks off, whatever. And you, you still, what you did is still a value. It doesn't disappear. It doesn't go away. In fact, you'll notice, right? You, you can, you can lose whatever weight and then not follow for a couple of weeks and you'll still be at that weight. Or your weight will be up a couple pounds. And as soon as you get right back at it, it'll drop right back down. You know, so that's what I love about this program. And, and, and fresh start is really, there's no fresh start. It's just life. One big, long ass continuation of your life. It, it's nice to feel like you have a fresh start, but it's really, it's just one big continuation. It's, there is no fresh start. Um, 
We had a great guest, Jessica Combs, um, in a couple groups ago, and she's done like, I don't even know, 1,000 days of the program. And she really talked about this. We have one person who's lost, I think, up to, is it 160 pounds? I think it's 160 pounds. And she literally has taken, she takes each group by itself. She she take, does the group. She forgets everything she's done in the other group. She gives herself a whole literally fresh perspective on each group. And that's how she does it. And then we have someone else, Jessica, who just, she looks at it as one big just continuation of her life. And she's just continuing through her goal, you know? So it's really interesting to, to, totally different approaches. So it's really about what works for you. Now is a great time to, to um, ask you how you're framing the program. Like, how are you looking at this? Is it a course, right? You're going to school, there's homework, there's things that you need to do. You may not be excited to show up every day, but you're here, you're gonna get it done. There's a start date, there's an end date, right? At the end of it, are you gonna grade yourself on how well did you do? How well did you show up for yourself, you know? Um, maybe it's a project and you are the project, you know? So you're keeping the project forefront of your mind, doing all the things that you need to do to complete this project. And there's a whole end game and goal. Maybe it's an adventure. Maybe you don't know what the fuck is going on and you're not really sure where you want to go. And, but you're just, you're here for the ride, <laughs> you know, um, it's sort of like a, a journey in self-discovery, like however you want to, a lifestyle, a diet, however you want to look at it. It's really about making it really resonate with you, you know? Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning. Well, you're right, Gina Libby. Up 2.5 pounds yesterday and down three pounds this morning. Still amazed how that happens. I know. Listen, if there is one thing I'm really, really good at, it's weight loss. Everything else, crapshoot. You know, like, especially with what's happening in the world, I, I have my own perspective on it. But, you know, it's interesting. I find people are coming to me. I'm not I'm not an expert you know, in, in, in conflict. I'm not an expert in any of those things. I'm really not. I, I really try to stay in my lane. You know, that's why I love our guests I, because I've just, I am, I, I'm, I'm not even a dietitian. Like the dietitians have roles. They help people who are very sick and do stuff like that. I'm a weight loss expert. I'm really good at knowing what people need in order to lose weight. Yes. I have devised a plan of what to eat and when, and you know, that's super effective. And I, I know the issues that people have gone through in order to lose weight because I've helped so many people one-on-one, -on -one, you know, just trying to figure out what people need. So I'm really good at weight loss. I am not the best at, at a lot of other things. <laughs> Straight up admit it. Um, but yeah, and I also know it's hard to believe. I, so what? So when I work with personal clients, they would text me like 50 messages a day. Everything they eat, how they're feeling in the morning, their weight, everything they eat, everything they drink, even bowel movements. And I would be able to predict when their weight was going to drop, how much they were going to lose. Because it's not that that difficult because it's just if you do this the body does that and so this is sort of where it's it's hard to believe that it's normal but it's very much like pms 
So I had my period this week, whatever, right? And, it, you know, I've been getting it for I don't know how long. And every time it fucks me up. I feel like my body's being taken over by aliens. My weight goes way up. I'm just like, you know what I mean? It's like, fuck. And I'm like, what's wrong with me every month? What's wrong with me? And then I'm like, oh, 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 it's that, you know? So I know that's been happening for how many years and it's still... <laughs> Still always like, what's wrong? What's wrong with me? Um, and so it's very similar. So we're, we're, we are, we are sort of piggybacking or utilizing the same detox process. So if you've had a menstrual cycle and you have PMS, you know how your, your weight goes up, right? So what happens? Your weight goes up, like no matter what you're eating, you crave carbs and sugar, right? You not really need carbs and sugar. You eat those and it just, you know, it just makes things worse. Your body's looking for Water, because your de- your body's about to do this thing. You pr- utilize your detox process, and it needs water. So your body's retaining water, because and you're craving carbs and sugar because you want more water. Your body needs more water to flow through, right? And then your weight stays elevated, and then your weight drops, and then usually your couple days after your menstrual cycle are your best looking and feeling days, right? Um, so it's a very similar process. It's a very similar process. So it, I know it's so hard to believe that your weight going up um, is like a sign of it going to. So this is where you have to be like, if you have been doing all the things, right, and you can't find a reason why your weight would be up, like a, a hard workout will put your weight up, crappy sleep, put your weight up, those things. Um, this is where you have to be like, okay, my weight is up. I look at what I did yesterday because it's weight loss is always a loss because it's based on momentum, right? And you're drinking lots of water and you're eating lots of food. So it's not just like water weights. Um, but again, it's always like just superficial. You, you have to eat like, for example, in order to gain one pound, you'd have to eat like 68 donuts. Like, like really, you have to eat so much food in order to like just gain one pound. It's, it's a lot harder than, than what you think. And no one really is, if you're following the program, even if you're indulging here and there, you're not doing enough to actually uh, gain weight at the end of the day, you know? So, so, uh, you always want to look at what you did the day before. Is there a reason why my weight would be up? Then you want to be like, how am I feeling? Oh, I do kind of feel kind of off today. I feel kind of bloated, kind of fatty heading into, you know, after dinner, you're feeling extra hungry, you know, and you look back and like, I've eaten enough today, even with downsizing, you're still eating enough, you know, drink a little extra water, whatever that is. You wake up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom, you wake up the next day. And if not the next day, then the day after, okay, your weight is starting to drop. So the more important conversation now at this point is once it starts to drop, you want to support that body in detox. You want to keep the body focused on dropping. So make sure you check out, check out that post supporting the body in detox. Because what happens is that we work so hard to get the body to focus on fat loss. When the scale starts moving, then we, we stop drinking the water. Um, we, we start to pull back sometimes on the portions and be like, oh, well, now my scale's moving, so I'm going to eat even less. Now my scale's moving, so I'm going to skip snacks. Now my scale's moving, so you know I don't have to do the work anymore. And so this is where you want to support that body in detox. Continue to you know do all the things that you can do and to stay the course, to, to facilitate your body uh, continuing to move the dial on that scale, right? That's really important to support that body in detox. And then, and then once it starts to move, always assume it's moving for the next three to five days because after it drops, it's still normal for your weight to go back up again, right? Before it settles back down on that low. So if you see that low number, that's your new low, no matter what happens. Sometimes people go up and they stay there for quite a bit. And then their next drop, they go like dip back down to the, what they lost before and then down, down, right? So it's, it's really interesting the patterns that your body can, and your, your weight can 
should also be up while it's also down at the same time for other things. So sometimes people think, well, I gained that weight back. No, you didn't. Maybe you worked out and your body is sore. Maybe you didn't drink as much, as much water. So your weight is up. Maybe you haven't been sleeping. Your stress levels are up. So your weight is up. And then you, again, you work hard to get it down. It easily drops back down to that new low and then, and then some, right? So it's very, when you look at people's scales who've done the program, um, and there's a couple that we actually added into the, what weight loss really looks like. We didn't make those up. Those are actually like real members. Not only that, so if you go to the post, we're going to do that post again where you actually able to be able to see other members sharing their scale. Those ups and downs are very normal. You'll see very typically people will have an up right before they have a drop. Like it's, it's very typical to have that up, uh, right before that drop. And then once they have the drop, you'll see it go back up again. And then you'll also see plateaus and then you'll see those ups and those downs, right? So, so really try to take like normalized seeing those types of scales because the diet industry has told you weight loss is a straight line down. It's such horseshit. It's just a fake graph. Nobody's diet, nobody's weight loss journey is a straight. I mean, there is, when I say that, there are very rare circumstances. For example, we had someone once lose 80 pounds in the program. So if you think 91 days, 80 pounds in the program, but they could have lost in chunks too. So they could have very well had ups. But if you 80 pounds in 91 days, you're going to have a pretty consistent down. But here's what I guarantee you. The next program that they did, they probably didn't lose a lot of weight because their body would have had to take time to solidify 80 pounds. You just can't lose 80 pounds in a short period of time and at, at some point not need a big, long, massive plateau. We've met people who, I remember there was a woman who we had her on our spill the tea conversation and she lost 26 pounds in the first month, but then she was on like a six week plateau. Like it was really interesting. She lost a lot in the beginning and then she was on this big, long six week plateau. And so we talked to her about, to her on this plateau and she's like, it's great. I lost all this weight and now I'm just on this plateau. And I'm like, well, you, you can't just lose that much weight that quickly and not have your body need to take the time. So some people lose in big chunks and then have longer plateaus. And then some people are losing little bits along the way and then shorter plateaus. Some people will lose all their weight in one group and then come back. They're like, you're going to lose 60 pounds in one group. And then the next group, you know, only lose like 10 pounds. But the conversations we've had, and we've had enough conversations is that when you're not losing weight, you're noticing your body change, especially after you've lost a lot of weight. It's not like you're showing up and your body isn't doing anything. It's it's adjusting to your new weight. It's solidifying your weight. It's repairing, rebuilding, regenerating. Even your skin, like you can't lose a lot of weight and not have your skin need time to regenerate around your new frame, right? So hence that skin conversation we had yesterday. Let me scroll down here. Um, my scale is up. I know why. Onward, right? I weigh myself every day, which is a huge step for me. Blood pressure down again today. Yeah, I love this. That's this. The reason why you weigh every day is so that you're picking up on the nuances. You're understanding ups. You're understanding plateaus. You're understanding downs. You're really understanding what your pattern is like so that when it does go up, you're like, oh, this is what happens to me. Now let me support that body, right? That's what it's there for. Downsizing is feeling okay around five. So I think I have the feels in check. I still face challenges with emotional eating, working through it and finding other ways to process emotions without the comfort of sweets. That's deep, right? Especially if you've used food to comfort yourself and like, look what we do to kids, right? Oh, you're crying. Here's a treat, right? Oh, you're sad. You know, here's a treat. Oh, you're upset. Here's a treat here. I want you to be patient. Have a treat here. You're hungry. Have something before dinner. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like, it's, it's, we, we learn to console people with food here. You're having a hard time. Here's some food. You know what I mean? You're dealing with something. Let's go out and eat. Let's, you know what I mean? So it's, 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 it's pretty deep. Um, I'm not really comfortable afterwards and there are better ways to cope. Yeah. So having, this is why having the thing 
Like if you have the sweets, let's say you notice you are indulging and that is how you are comforting yourself or dealing with stress. That's amazing. Like that, that's why this isn't all about losing weight. Like if you, if you are, if you actually come to the realization that that's what you're doing, that's fucking huge. That is huge because you can't do anything about it unless you're actually aware of it. And this is, you know, this is where people go to therapy that they keep repeating patterns and they need someone to help them point out or help them recognize or bring awareness to the fact that they're doing this. You have to be like, oh shit, I keep doing this. And you might keep doing it a few more times, but eventually because you are aware you are doing it, you'll start to recognize it's not working for you anymore. And you'll get to a place where you're just like, that's not working for me anymore. This, 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 this coping mechanism isn't working for me. It's not really doing what I want it to do or think that it's doing for me. This situation isn't working for me anymore. This relationship isn't working for me anymore. This environment, it's like relationships, you know, you're in a relationship with someone, it's crappy. And then there's moments of good and then it's crappy. And then you realize, you know, you might get back, get back with that person a few times. And then you're just like, okay, this isn't working for me. You know, and as much as you may love the person and love the idea of being in a relationship, you recognize it's not working for you. So it's the same thing with our relationship with foods. It's no different. We may keep going back. We may keep going back. But at some point we're going to recognize, Hey, shit's not working for me anymore. You know, so that in itself is a huge. And then this goes back to that person saying that they don't care about non-scale victories. You know, I actually was going to write to that person. So I was just off the top. If you missed it and just joining us, someone said that they just, you know, they just, they, you know, they, they're, they're going to quit, whatever. It's not working for, they just want to lose the weight already. They don't care about non-scale victories. You know, they're taking medications, whatever. And I almost went in there. Of course, our program specialist wrote a really beautiful response because they, they're just amazing. I was going to say, then quit. I went in there and I was like, then quit then. Like, if, if you want to quit, fucking quit. Like no one's, you know what I mean? Like you gave it a shot. And you realize it didn't work for you. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, like just quit. I mean, the information's always there. So you can always come back if you change your mind at any time. You, you have access to the group after it's done. You can finish out the last few days of your app, whatever, you know, but then what? That's what I pose to people who want to quit this program. Like if, then what? You know, then what are you going to do then? What are you going to do that? And then you could say, okay, I'm going to go get liposuction. Well, when we talk to our, um, our skincare experts, a world-renowned plastic surgeon, he'll tell you liposuction is not the answer to weight loss because they will suck out your fat cells where you have fat. But if you don't change anything, do anything different, you're just going to get that, that fat is going to come back, but in weird other spots. And it's not, and people who get liposuction don't actually end up losing a lot of weight. It's not a great, it's not a weight loss tool. Liposuction is not a weight loss tool. You could be like, okay, well, I'm going to take Ozempic or, you know, Smalgutide, whatever you're going to take on, you know, Wagovi, whatever you're going to do. Okay, great. That's going to cost you a fucking fortune. So I'd rather put my money into doing this program and a therapist. If you ask me for the thousand dollars you're going to spend every month, do you know what I mean? Get a personal trainer, get a therapist and, and do this program. You know what I mean? Like that, um, the money that you could put into that. And then that's also like, don't kid yourself. Those medications work. Um, but as soon as you stop taking them and the experts will tell you this, you will gain that weight right back plus more. In fact, even more. That's one of the things that we learned from the uh, obesity summit. Not only do you, you gain your weight back, but even more than usually when people gain back more when they do diets, you know? So you really have to kind of, you know, sit with yourself and be like, okay, I'm really frustrated. Why am I frustrated? What has my diet history been? And if I want to quit, cause you, cause, and I say this because like, I don't want to have a downer conversation or constantly dwell on people who are frustrated because the majority of people are doing amazing. But at some point, even if you're doing amazing, you're going to want to quit. At some point, you're going to, you're going to quit. 
It's going to seem inconvenient. It's going to seem hard. You're going to struggle at some point. At some point, you're going to want to quit, right? And then that's where you got to say to yourself, okay, let me, let me, let, how about if I, I do this all the time. Well, what if I did quit? Where does that, like, I'm going to sit with that for a minute. What is the path? What's next? Well, I'm going to just love myself, you know, and, and just be okay with myself. Well, you should have done that anyway, right? Like loving yourself, you should love yourself and be okay with yourself no matter what size you are. So that's kind of not it. But what am I going to do? Well, I'm just going to live the rest of my life, I guess, uncomfortable and tired and miserable and unhappy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, like, what are, what are you going to do? What are you, what are you really going to do? You know, and think about this. So many people just struggle with their weight loss for the rest of their lives. You know, and that's not a way to live when you can actually do something about it. Here's what I suggest. Immerse yourself in the science, right? Like, you know, immerse yourself in the science. Like our member suggested, listen to the guest experts, like figure, really figure out what you need, you know, at the end of the day, but you can quit. But you, I, 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 Definitely give some thought as to what you're going to do next. I wonder why I'm not having bowel movements. I take digestive bitters in the morning once, prebiotics. I drink approximately 5.5 liters water a day. Okay, so first of all, make sure that's the right amount for you. So the 5.5 is a lot. You want to make sure you're, you're, you're a taller person. You have considerable amount of weight to lose. You are, you know, super active, right? Um, since that is like three, 2.7, 3.5 is sort of the average. So 5.5 is on the higher range. So I'm hoping that you, you, that is adjusted. That, I'm not saying that it's not, I'm not question that. I'm just saying to everybody who's listening right now, you want to make sure the right amount of water you're drinking is right for you. So um, I, this is where, so we have a whole poo protocol. Um, we have a post on bowel movements. So first of all, a couple of things. When your body is making change and releasing fat and you're factoring in foods that you're eating and uh, making changes to your digestive system, your bowel movements will be affected. Right. So any kind of change like that can affect your can affect your bowel movements. And and sometimes like if you sometimes people be like, well, I was I was regular. I would go every day. But if you have to drink a coffee or have something to eat to make yourself go to the bathroom and you only go to the bathroom in the morning, you're not a regular person. That's not regular because you have to have a coffee. You have to eat something you have to stimulate in order to go to the bathroom. That doesn't make you regular. I'm going to the bathroom every other day. Also not regular. There's some people go to the bathroom once every three days, once a week, that type of thing not normal um that 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 shows that you have some digestive issues that you need to work on a lot of people are here because they're bought you're eating nutrient-rich foods but your digestive system isn't capable of breaking down and utilizing those foods as effective and efficiently as it could um sometimes also so so making changes can affect that so lots of leafy greens did you say leafy greens okay Leafy greens is one of the reasons why we put, want to put leafy greens in there. They help support detox and roughage, folic acid and whatnot. Digestive bitters are great. Prebiotics is great. Um, some fiber. So this is where you might want to add in some psyllium fiber, um, or metamucil people take. So the meta, what's in metamucil is psyllium fiber. Um, also there are other things that you can take, like trifala is another good one. And so sometimes your bowel movements will go offline. And then when you, so say you were like um, an every other day person, and then you'll notice that you you won't have that. You'd be constipated. And then all of a sudden, you, when your bowel movements come back, you'll be like, now you're every day. So a lot of times your bowel movements, what call them go offline. That's where you kind of get constipated. And then they come back more improved as your body actually makes improvements to your digestive system. Um, and then if you're having loose bowel, it's also normal to have bouts of loose bowel movements, obviously, as well when the scale is moving. Now, so sometimes, though, you can have a backlog of foods um, and you do need to 
take something for it. So if you've been struggling for a while, it might just be that you have this backlog that you need to help the body with. So make sure you go and you take something and then, um, and then, you know, that usually kind of sorts things out. Also magnesium, right? Are you taking the calm magnesium? So magnesium is not in there for a sleep aid. It's not also not a poop aid either. It's not a laxative. Your body doesn't become dependent on it. What it does is help draw water into the bowels. So you can actually take your magnesium and rather than having just the dose at night, you can also split that dose up and have it throughout the day. So you could do two doses during the day as well. So um, that can be beneficial. If you're really stressed, your bowel movement, your bowels can be, your whole body is stressed. So taking the calm magnesium also helps to relax the body. So that can be beneficial as well. So, so check out that poo protocol. Um, take something absolutely if you need. Sometimes, um, you need just to give the body a little bit of help there before it kind of sorts itself out. You know, you're, you're, you're going to see improvements in your digestive system. You're going to see improvements, um, in your energy levels and metabolism. The other thing it could be is a food sensitivity. You could be noticing that something that you're eating is starting to mess with you and doesn't really jive really well with you so it could be tied to something that you're eating is causing causing constipation as well so um you can also add things like you know add a, add a banana in there for your fruit snack that can that can really help you can add some prunes in there for a fruit fruit snack if you want to uh or add prunes to like something else like a salad or, or something like that or dates or something like that as well I sure hope it moves. Tired of being on a plateau for the last two weeks, but I get this process and this is why I show up every day. Yeah, so you're allowed to, again, right? Follow the plan, honor your mood, right? Follow the plan, honor your mood and the feelings and the, and the feelings. First time member, hi Giselle, loving the program, down 14 pounds, absolutely thrilled. Biggest non-scale victory was being able to bend over to tie my shoes without losing my breath. Not an easy task for a chubby old girl. Yeah, but it's not losing the weight that's doing that. It's all the other things, right? That's what's amazing about that. Simple things, non-scale victories, man, they give you life. I suck at the four questions I remember mid-meal. Um, any advice? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's inconvenient. It's not normal. Let's just, let's just be real about that. It's inconvenient. It's not normal to be asking questions while before you eating, while you're eating, after you're eating, all of that. It's fucking, it's fucking work, and it's not normal. Um, it will become more... So eventually, we want you to do the work so that you don't even have to ask. Like, I don't have to ask. I know when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. Like, if I'm hungry, I'll go my fridge. My mind goes, you know, does it, do I want some protein? Do I want some eggs? Do I want some, you know, lunch meat? Do I want this? Do I want that? Do I want cheese? Do I want fruit? Do I want... Like, it's just a super fast. I know exactly what I want. I know what I feel like. Um, when I read a menu at a restaurant, I'm not asking for questions. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just like, I just look at the menu. I'm like, yes, this is appealing. Yes, I want this. Yes, I want that. No, I don't want this. Right? Like, you know, I just, it's, it's, that's the, that's a big reason for those four questions is that you're just constantly strengthening that mind body connection. Um, and so you can set alarms, um, you know, probably just try to be more in the moment. Um, so kind of, it's like, like, um, routine stuff. So this is where uh, Dr. Dana Kara Schaefer talked about routine stacking. So add these routines to your already existing routine. So, you know, before you, I guess, if you eat your food and you get your glass of water, like pay attention to what your normal eating routine is, right? There's things that you do before you eat, right? And then just kind of insert them on top of other habits you already do. Like maybe you take a drink of water before you eat, right? So then you take a drink of water and then you're going to take a deep breath and you're going to ask yourself, am I even hungry? How do I feel here? You know, and then when you pick up that fork to start eating, then you can be like, okay, I'm starting to eat. You know, what if I was to stop now? Even though you haven't even eaten anything, you know, yet, or you've eaten only a couple bites, you could be like, oh, I'm obviously still hungry, duh. But you've started the habit, right? Um, you can set an alarm. 
you can you can set an alarm. I know that sounds just to remind yourself, like, hey, remember to ask the four questions. You could put sticky notes in places. You know, hey, remember to ask the four questions. Um, you know, and then and then also like really dive into the value of asking those four questions. And and I find if you don't really understand why you're asking them or how they're going to factor in, that's why I say to you, it's not about even doing it now. It's the end game of if strengthening your mind-body connection so that eventually you can trust when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat, right? That's that's really the bigger picture behind those. So if you can really understand the point of it, sometimes if we're like, what's the fucking point of this? You know, or, or make it a game, right? So maybe this is where, you know, at the end of the day, set those intentions, my intentions today or ask those four questions. And at the end of the day, be like, how did I do? Okay. I didn't do it. So what can I do to set myself up for success tomorrow? Like set an alarm, put a sticky note, you know, whatever it is, uh, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be send an alarm if you don't know when you're going to eat, but just, Hey, remind yourself to ask the four questions, you know, what time is it, babes? 10.43. Okay. Um, Oh, here's someone. I copied it down in a small notebook and placed it on the table while I'm eating. Yeah. You don't even have to open the notebook. You just see the notebook, right? So you see the notebook and you're like, okay, yeah, that notebook has the four questions in it. This notebook has maybe that you're carrying a notebook that has all the things that you're focusing on. And then you put that beside your plate. That's a great tip. That's a great tip. Uh, back to the program, start weight today, but I'm okay with that. There's still a lot of time to lose weight. I draw, I know a drop is coming. Yeah. And remember, so you can lose weight. If your weight has gone up, it, you haven't gained any real weight. You haven't. So you have to factor in things like, for example, the stress of this week. Has it been messing with your sleep, right? Like maybe you were down, maybe you were down five pounds and then you had Thanksgiving and then it went up and then it's just been a stressful week. And then you haven't had a great sleep. You're not on your normal routine. You, do you know, maybe you're not drinking the water. Water, maybe you're like whatever. Like you have to kind of look back and and look at that. Your weight can stay elevated for quite a long time. It doesn't mean that you've actually gained the weight back. In fact, you you haven't gained the weight back. It's just that your weight is staying elevated. You know, um, it'll drop right back down. It'll drop right back down. And then some, right? Good morning, Gina. This program is not a quick fix for sure, and not for the faint of heart. It's not. It's not for the faint of heart. Your program has been teaching me and forcing me to focus on me. For too many years, I've been disconnected, disconnected from my body. But deeper than that, disconnected from me. Yeah, I hear you. Been there. I've been there. I've been there. All my choices or lack thereof were made from an unconscious and numbered out state of mind. Yeah, survival mode. My weight is not going down this group, but the aha moments and the recent breakthrough to the next level of clearing up my BS is worth every bit of the sweat and tears. I mean, this, Joy, this is like, this is it. Like, this is really what... Like people talk about being able to sustain and maintain your weight. Like, yes, losing it in a healthy way. Yes, allowing plateaus to happen and, you know, solidifying your weight once it's lost. But the, the real secret to maintenance is to, to, is the mental work, not falling back into old habits. Like, you know, we may dream of like eating all the pizza, doing all that and doing this and doing that, but that didn't, didn't work for you. Chances are you wanted to make change beyond just not being able to fit into your genes, but you didn't feel good. It wasn't helping you live the life of your dreams, you know? And so you, you, you do have to make changes in your life and you want to be able to be able to support the changes that you're making. And I'm always mindful to make it seem like it's a whole life overhaul. It's not. Once you've lost the weight, you're, you're, some of you are addressing years and years and years and years of years and years and years of reasons why your body felt the need to store fat. You gained weight for a reason and it's just a matter of addressing that 
helping the body take the time to release all of that fat and then resetting everything so you can just move forward fresh. You know, having lost your weight, allowing your body time to adjust to your knee weight, being in tune to your body's needs. It doesn't mean that you don't indulge. Last night, Tony and I went to a restaurant. I had pizza. It was fucking delicious. It was amazing. That was it. It was fucking delicious. It was great. Um, yeah. I had the pizza. It was delicious. That was it. There was no like stressing over it. There's no nothing. I just ate it, you know, and I didn't wake up today and be like, oh my God, I'm horrible. I'm going to be fat forever. I'm going to get my weight back. That's not how it is. You know, I'm not going to starve myself today because I had pizza last night. Like it's this, that's, that's where you want to get to, you know, um, obviously while you're trying to lose weight, it's different. You've got to make choice. Like you can, you know, you're not going to gain weight by having pizza and pasta, but it definitely helps to minimize those types of things when you're trying to lose weight. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the mental part. It's, it's the, the, it's it's the mental part. That's that. That is it. That is it. I purchased the book uh, Atomic Habits. I love it. It's such a great book. It's such a great book. Hit my lowest low today. I'm so pleased. Hi, Lynn. My biggest problem is staying up late and getting a hungry feeling, especially on Friday and Saturday nights. I had three Mary's crackers and salsa. This did it for me. I'm not perfect. Yeah. So remember, though, bigger than that, extra hungry heading into at bedtime sign that your weight's going to drop the next day, especially after eating everything, right? So you want to be mindful of that. Drink some tea, try to have some tea, pull out a book. Like, so this, so there's also that there's no physical need to eat at night. Your body will still check in on you. It'll be like, Hey, I see your ass is still up 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. If you plan on staying up and doing something active, you might want to eat. And this is where you say, thank you, but I'm doing nothing. I'm just lying in bed. I don't really need energy for anything. I'm going to go to bed soon. I'm fine. Like your, your body will still check. If you are like, if it starts the wind down process and then if you're still up and you have the lights on and you're watching TV, your body will be like, Hey, you know, I see you're up. You might want to think about eating, but this is where you have to say, I, what's the point of eating? Anything I eat right now is going to, so those crackers that you have, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. You got to deal with how you got to deal. But just to kind of give you some perspective, those crackers that you ate, you probably, by the time you went to bed, they didn't even give you any energy, you know? Um, so a lot of times we are hungry out of habit or our body checking because we always snack at night. So we get triggered, right? I, I go to bed, I put on a movie, I snack you know, um, whatever that is. And so the habit of that can be very hard to break and you're being triggered all the time. Old habits are hard to break. The reason why is because there's so many triggers. It's not about having the crackers. It's about anticipating, feeding into a need for something. Do you know what I mean? Um, so having, I, I guarantee you, if you were to have some tea, and I can say this because I also know you're not starving and depriving yourself all day. It's not like I'm saying this and you just, you know, eat 600 calories today and you're legit or fucking starving, you know, cause you're eating six times a day, making your food choices nutrient rich, even with downsizing, chances are you've had enough. And so, you know, having some tea, you know, replacing that habit. So some, so, so it's worth kind of thinking, is this a habit? You know, am I, am I going to go to bed in an hour? Am I being active? You know, what could I just try? Try some tea first. Can I, you know, get up, walk around my house? Can I read a book or something first, you know? Um, but that, that can take a while to get to that. Uh, I totally went off the rails yesterday. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Put it behind me back at it today. I love that. Um, I always, I'm always shocked when you tell us what day we're on. It's going so quickly. Yeah, it goes by so fast. We'll wait till we get to the messy middle. We are, we are entering the messy middle next week, week six. That's when things can seem like it's taking fucking forever. Um, and that's when it can really get messy. Um, but then at the end, it just flies by so fast. My goodness. Um, 
Okay. I got I got a good quote. I hear Tony. Tony's hungry. His his belly's grumbling, and we need to go eat some food. That's what he's that's what he's saying to me. Uh, I'm gonna just scroll down to the bottom because I always um I always but by, by the time I get to the bottom, you guys are all just talking to yourselves. Second round, downsizing not as scary as first round for sure. This time more in tune with my body and knowing when to stop. So I'm just about satisfied. For those new members, it will get easier. This is actually now one of my favorite parts of the program. Yeah, it is. Really dive in. It's it's really an opportunity to get to know yourself and strengthen your digestive system, you know. Um, really enjoying your program so, so much. Interesting information. I'm sorry. I know I'm reading this. I don't have my normal setup, so I'm not really... Uh, so much information. I can see myself in so many of the comments. Yeah, it's amazing at your ESP abilities. You speak of something I've been thinking about seemingly at the moment. Wow, I guess many of my cohorts are feeling exactly the same way at the same time. Love the info that my weight will go up before it goes down. I may be really tired, really thirsty. Exactly. I'm so relaxed with the program. Yeah, so I, um, people always say that, right? You, you always know the right thing to say. What this comes back to, I'm really good at weight loss. Like I haven't been in a boardroom. I've been actually helping people and, you know, really paying attention to what people really need in order to really lose weight. And there's a lot more to it. And I, and having been through it myself and it just sort of my evolution that my job was to be a personal trainer and to help people lose weight before I even had a weight issue. And then I had a weight issue on my own. And then what I was taught to help everybody else wasn't working for me. And then really just at a time where we didn't have the internet and I can imagine if I would have had the time, but I was at a time where lifestyle wasn't the word, insulin resistance wasn't the word, a word microbiome. No one talked about that. Um, you know, it, there's just no one knew a lot about, about, about how your body processed and digests food. Plus we, you know, mental health wasn't a thing. No one cared about what was happening in your brain. No one wanted to hear about into being intuitive, self love, you know, mind body connection. It was just so just, it was much simpler back then. Um, but as you can imagine, weight loss is very complicated and we just kind of, this is the way it was done. So this is the way it was always done. Like the woman who started Weight Watchers was, uh, I think, I believe she was an accountant and she just invited, started with inviting a couple, she wanted to lose weight, invited a couple friends over. They started talking about things that they could try that would lose weight. And it just kind of grew from there, you know? So it, her Weight Watchers wasn't built on science. It was a bunch of women sitting in a kitchen trying to figure out how to lose weight. And back then, stress levels were different. The quality of food was different. Our environment was different. You know, a lot of things were really different back then. We didn't have the processed foods around us. We didn't have the constant bombardment of triggers, you know, um, social media, billboards outside, magazines everywhere. We didn't have that. We didn't have all those things back then. Um, you know, back then, most people who were overweight were overweight because they were just eating all the wrong foods and all the wrong things. And, you know, it was a much easier uh, problem to solve. Weight loss has becoming really complicated. It's now become a whole metabolic issue. It's just much more than just, you know, what you're eating and when. It's it's a lot deeper than that. And there's a lot more working parts to that at the end of the day. And so so I've done a lot of research into figuring out what people need. And that's where if you do this, your body should respond like that on the most basic level. And that's the food plan. And the kind of changes and the tweaks we make each week are going to address that. But bigger than that is you're right. Absolutely. is the stuff that's going on in your mind. And so it's kind of like the same group of people 
it's same but different. And so 31,000 people in this group right now, I'm going to, and it's going to work for everybody. But what you're going to do is you're going to need to figure out specifically the things that you're dealing with. Are you dealing with your, you know, past issues and associations to food and how you cope? Are you, some of you are dealing with some real deep traumas attached to how you utilize food and cope. Some of you are dealing with habits. Some of you are dealing with health issues. Some of you are dealing with food sensitivities, right? So everyone is a little different, but you are human. We are all human. We all have this body. And there's one thing I know for sure is that your body is not interested in storing any extra fat, you know? So, so I've, I really actually do care. And I think this is a big part of me showing up every day because when you do this, you react like this, not just physically, but also mentally. And that's a big part of it. And I'm here. I got you and I care. And that's why, you know, a lot of times I say the things that I know you need to hear because I, I know where you're at and I can empathize, sympathize with that, you know, and I've been there. I've been there and I've helped a lot of people get there. This is why being part of the community, I think, is so important. Um, you're not alone in your journey and so many other people, if they're not struggling with what you're struggling, they have or they will. And then so when one person puts out that they're struggling and then someone receives a response or some support, other people who maybe they're not struggling now, but struggling later, will see that, will remember that. It's just a community is everything. And I absolutely love and adore you guys. I got to go. Um, I hope that you have a fabulous weekend. I hope that you... Whew, you can take a deep breath and uh, just kind of take a moment and, you know, be kind to yourself and recognize where you're at. And at the same time, be a champion for yourself and be proud of yourself and find time to continue to focus on yourself. Read over those guidelines tomorrow. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do a check-in tomorrow because I'm going to have a late night tonight. But if I don't check in tomorrow, uh, make sure you read over those guidelines. Uh, and I'll be back on Monday to chat it out with you. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend, everyone. And I'll, I'll, I'll see you later.